We're still on our series on uh, living the overcoming life. Hallelujah. Now, Romans chapter 12, verse 1. It says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Uh, a translation says your spiritual act of worship. Amen. So we worship God with our bodies. Glory be to God by uh, dedicating our bodies to him that we're not going to use it for any purpose that is not going to glorify his name. Amen. Um, if somebody's caught up in the web of something, you go to him and ask him to give you grace to overcome. Amen. And then you begin to renew your mind. Verse 2 says, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Hallelujah. So we do not, we can clearly see, except our minds are renewed. And we're not transformed except we expect, accept the truth of God's word as being real, as being for us, as accepting it as what God has said concerning us. Hallelujah. In Hebrews, uh, now uh, uh, um, uh, a text also, we're, called, we're going to uh, Revelations chapter uh, 2. Amen. Verse 18, it says, And unto the, church of, unto the angel of the church in Thyatira write, These things saith the Son of God, who had his eyes like unto a flame of fire, and his feet are like fine brass. I know thy works and charity, and service and faith, and thy patience and thy works, and the last be more than the first. Notwithstanding, I have a few things against thee. Because thou sufferest that woman Jezebel, which calleth herself a prophetess to teach and to seduce my servants to commit fornication and to eat things sacrificed to idols. Now, let me say this. Where this is the prophecy of the end time. And what he's saying, he's not trying to speak necessarily spiritual language. He's trying to talk the master is making it plain so that even an unbeliever reading it can see what he's saying. Hallelujah. What do I mean? When we're looking at Romans chapter 12, if we present our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, we don't even need to bother with Jezebel because we're not going to do what she says. Does, do you see what I'm saying? So if you will do what God's word says, you're not going to be concerned or worried about anything going on elsewhere. So if you believe the word as you're being taught, receiving the seed of God's word, your life will go in the direction God wants your life to go and you will not need to be afraid or concerned about what 
anything coming against you. Because thou sufferest that woman Jezebel, which calleth herself a prophetess, which means this person comes in and prophesies. You see, and to eat things sacrificed unto idols. And I gave her space to repent of her fornication. Even with Jezebel, the origin of this false doctrine, Jesus still gave her time to repent. I love God. He said, look, change, just change your ways. Malachi chapter 3 verse 5. He says, and I will come near to you to judgment. And I'll be a swift witness. You know what that is? I'll be a swift witness. Which means when he draws that sword, it will be too fast for you to duck from doing that. If you don't repent. And he says, I'll be a swift witness against the sorcerers and against the adulterers and against false swearers and against those that oppress the highland in his wages, the widow and the fatherless, and turn aside the stranger from his right, and fear not me, saith the Lord of hosts. So God will keep telling you, change your ways, repent, repent. And the person refuses, and then suddenly, suddenly. So he said, I gave her space to repent of her fornication, and she repented not. Behold, I'll cast her into a bed, and them that commit adultery with her into great tribulation, except they repent of their deeds. Even at that, he said, they should still repent. Just turn away. Just walk away from there. And I will kill her children with death. And all the churches shall know that I am he which searcheth the rents and hearts. And I will give unto every one of you according to your works. According to your, this word is the Greek word egon and it means deeds, performance. What you have physically manifested upon the earth. If you do good things upon the earth, he's saying I'll reward you for that. If you do evil things upon the earth, I will reward you also concerning that. The difference between us and the world is that we have a nature that innately wants to do right. Our nature is the nature of God. We have a nature of right doing, righteousness, right living. That thing is in our spirits. So Jesus is saying, I'm going to give every man according to his works. Since I'm reading the word of God, there are works that God had ordained that we should walk in them. The Bible tells us that we are the workmanship of God created in Christ Jesus unto good works. We are crafted for it. We're designed to do good things. That's how we're designed. That's how we're made. But what happens is that as you come into this evil world of darkness, what happens, people collide with you and they do evil when you're trying to do good to them. And then if you don't take time, they begin to infect you. What do I mean by that? People are wicked. But unto you, I say, unto the rest in Tyterra, as many as have not this doctrine, which have not known the depths of Satan, as they speak, I will put upon you none other burden 
but that which you have already hold fast till I come. That which you have already hold fast till I come. He that overcometh and keepeth my works unto the end, to him will I give power over the nations. There's a reward. When you keep the works, the deeds of Jesus Christ, which is what is the works of God? That you believe on him, on, 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 on God the Father, and him whom he has sent. Amen? That is the work of God. So we believe on the things that Jesus has told us to do. So we do it. Glory be to God. Amen? It says, he that overcometh and keepeth my works unto the end, to him will I give power over the nations. And he shall rule them with a rod of iron, as the vessels of a porter. Shall they be broken in shivers, even as I received of my father. And I will give him the morning star. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Let's go back to the book of Romans. Amen. So, it says that we should renew our minds. Renew your mind. Change your way of thinking. Change your way of thinking. If you don't change your way of thinking, the adversary will, will infect your mind. Will infect the mind of the person. If a Christian refuses to change the way that they think, the adversary will hold sway. As long as we don't receive and believe the word of God, we will live according to the standard of this world. We are supposed to live the supernatural life in, on, this, in this, on this earth. Because we're sons and daughters of God. We're supposed to manifest the nature of God, the life of God upon the earth. The Bible says that the whole creation waited for the manifestation of the sons of God. To come into that sonship and come into that full realization of who we are, we need the word of God. Because the word of God is living, is a living thing. The word of God is energetic. It gives life. It has the life of God in it. And it's capable of giving life to whatever it comes in contact with. Now, it tells us in Romans chapter 8 and verse 5, it says... For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. But they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. They that are after the flesh have their minds on the things of the flesh. They have their minds on the things of the senses. All they are interested in is what happens here. They're not thinking about God and what God has to say about something, one of the things you know about a Christian is that when they want to take a decision, they will say, what will Jesus do? Or what does the word of God say about this thing? That means that you regard God. When you despise God, you don't care what the word of God has to say. That's why we read the word of God. We have to read the word. That we will be careful to do what he says. Hallelujah. It says, for to be carnally minded is death. 
And to be spiritually minded is life. Zoe, hallelujah, and peace. The life of God, to be spiritually minded is to live life in the God kind of realm. In the God realm. Not God kind of realm. In the God realm. I live the supernatural life by being spiritually minded. By thinking of things according to the word of God. Uh, Creflo Dollar was the one who said it many years ago. He said that being carnally minded is a way of thinking that does not line up with the word of God. And I, I, I think it will be powerful definition from the Holy Spirit. And he says to be spiritually minded is a way of thinking that lines up with the word of God. So if I'm thinking in a way that agrees with the body of truth, I'm being spiritually minded. If I'm thinking in a way that does not agree with the word of God, then I am being carnally minded. My thinking must line up with the word of God. Otherwise, God and me cannot walk. God and I cannot walk together. In Amos chapter 3 verse 3, the scriptures tell us, he says, God says in his word, can two walk together except they be agreed? Can two walk together except they be agreed? It means I cannot walk with God except I agree with him. And once I'm striving with God, it's a sin. I'm, I'm, you know, he's telling me this is what it is. You say, no, not, not what it is. He said, this is what it is. The believer ought not to walk by sight, by how it appears. No, we have a different sight. The Bible tells us that God calleth those things that be not as though they were. And it tells us also that this word that we're looking at it's a mirror. A mirror. When you look at a mirror, what do you see? Yourself. So if I'm going through the word and the word says, the generation of the upright shall be blessed. Can we go to Psalm 112 from verse 1? It says, praise ye the Lord. Blessed is the man that feareth the Lord that delighted greatly in his commandments. His seed shall be mighty upon the earth. The generation of the upright shall be blessed. Wealth and riches shall be in his house, and his righteousness endureth forever. He says, unto the upright there ariseth light in the darkness. His gracious and full of compassion and righteous. Amen. And so God has laid up something there for you and I. But the word does not work just by being in the written pages and us appreciating the word. No. There is something that you and I need to do. We will we'll find that, hallelujah, in the book of Joshua, Joshua chapter 1. Glory be to God. In fact, Psalm 1, Psalm 1, Psalm 1 is better. Hallelujah. Psalm 1, verse 1. 
The reason I, 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 I prefer Psalm 1 is that it tells you what not to do and tells you what to do. It says, blessed is the man, empowered to succeed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. So you're going to stop walking in ungodly counsel. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners. When, when they are standing somewhere, when they are celebrating Pride Month, you go and stand with them. You're standing in the way. You're not a sinner. You're not one of them. But you're standing with them in their way. You're marching on the road with them. You know, we love them. We have to show them love and all of that. Is this, who sent you? Grass is something. It is foolishness. That is spiritual foolishness. And the Bible talks about the fact that strokes are kept for the back of fools. In walking in God's love, we have to take account the whole of the attributes and the character of God. We don't take one thing about God and run with it. If you do, you'll be like a vehicle without brakes. Don't take just one thing and run with it. God who is love, the same way he says God is love, he says God is holy. Same way. What does that mean? God is separate from sin. God is holy, fully integrated. God is all righteous. The same way. So if I'm walking in love and it violates the commandment of holiness, then the love I'm applying is out of order. If while walking in love, I violate the doctrines of Christ, then I'm not walking in love. The enemy has stepped in and given me something to do that I shouldn't be doing. Bible said this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments. It means that those commandments are separate from love, but they imply love. As far as God is concerned, the same God that is love chastises every child he gets. And he doesn't just use chastisement, he says scourges. Hallelujah. He says, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor seated in the seat of the scornful. The word of God is going and somebody is sitting down somewhere just laughing like the unbelievers will do. Look at what they're saying. Look, look, look at what they're saying. He said, give, it shall be given unto you. He, what he misses is that he wants to collect your money and pocket it. Who will give you? That's how you sit in the seat of the scornful. You start laughing at the word of God. Rather than take it as a precious thing that God has spoken to you. You see, anything the devil can do to you to make you not take the word seriously, he will do it. And without you receiving the instructions of the word of God, you will not have life. That seed of the word of God is life. Jesus said, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are what? Life. Hallelujah. It says, it says but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law doth he meditate day and night. He takes this word. He puts it inside of him or her and begins to, to, to ponder on it and to say it. And to say it. And to declare it as being factual, 
as being the truth because it is light. The word of God is a sight. I see things. Bible says, through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. That the things that we see were made out of things that do not appear. It's a sight. It is real. It has life in it. He said, he shall be that one who delights in the word of God. That one who meditates on it day and night. Whose mindset is programmed to receive, to obey the word. He said, that one who meditates in the word of God. Who allows God to instruct him or her. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Because you're full of energy. The word of God is energy. It's energetic. It energizes. It quickens. It gives life. So that thing you're speaking and you're saying is going into your system and is rewriting things. It's, it's going in there and working. It's actively performing.